It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler. I'm going to be joined by Dave Tyndall, the legendary golf betting pundit. And it's something a little bit special this week. It is the Masters in Augusta, Georgia. Georgia's been famous just recently for recounts and other stuff but now we've got the golf it's not the right time of year for it or it's not the usual time of year for it dave tyndall but it's still flipping exciting oh absolutely and we get two in five months because of the delay uh so great yeah masters in november very weird but if you've seen any of the preview programs or pictures on twitter but um it doesn't look completely different i thought somehow it would but the weather is meant to be a little bit warmer um, yeah. typically November so the weather's almost April like what we do know though is it's going to be quite rainy on day one I've seen two things in advance of this tournament I've seen Ian Poulter on Twitter saying how wonderful the course looks and it doesn't feel like it's uh, it's the fall as the Americans would put it and I saw John Rahm's little uh, skimmer across the water on the 16th to do a hole in one on that ball yeah that was fantastic wasn't it from Ram they, they said to him interviewed him yesterday and said so is that like an omen he said well it can go two ways either it's my week and everything's going to be special or I've used all my luck up so it's easy to take two opinions of that but yeah if you get a chance to see that watch him skim the ball across the 16th and drop into the hole. There's actually another video emerged. Patrick Reed, former winner, actually videoed it from the 15th as well. So there's a couple of angles on that now. But yeah, maybe maybe it's John Rahm's week. Yeah, on that 16th, I mean, there's a lot of famous holes on Augusta um, that we know and love down the years. But the 16th is quite famous, isn't it? Because you can people can go horribly wrong on it. But if you get it in the right place on that green, it just feeds down to the hole, doesn't it, generally speaking? How big a landing area do you need to get it into on that 16th to let it feed down like that? What kind of target are they looking at? Yeah, you've got some margin for error. Obviously, the, the flag placement is different on all four days. So you normally get two up top, two below. So normally, it's most uh, famous for Sunday when it's down on the bottom. So all you've got to do is hit it somewhere kind of in the middle of the green and then it feeds down and there's every chance of a hole in one. We see holes in one almost every year there. I think DeChambeau and uh, Justin Thomas had holes in one there last year. So it's just a hole that's a, 
a great one in terms of what could happen because I think Patrick Cantley as well last year he left his up on the bank and if you leave it up on the bank uh, on the top part of the green you're looking at a three putt yeah. so it can be down to just a couple of inches either way if you let the ball run down the slope could even get a hole in one if you leave it up there you could get a four so it's a pivotal hole as they come down the stretch the only thing I've seen that looks a little bit different with the course is there's not so many flowers there is that the, I guess that's the time of year is it yeah it's just the time of year sort of the azaleas and the, the lovely colours but although that's kind of a you know, aesthetic difference in terms of the lack of patrons, as we must call them, at the Masters. Although the talk has been in other tournaments, well, the atmosphere is not the same. This time, it's it's more than just the atmosphere because certain players have been talking about, well, I can now hit it into an area where I know the spectators would normally have been or patrons would normally have been, which gives them more different angles. You know, they're less worried about hitting some unfortunate person on the bunts. It's certainly a tactical change maybe this year. Deshambo has said he can now play to areas where he's not worried about uh, where the spectators are. Obviously the ground won't be as trampled down as well so it just gives it a different dynamic and you can kind of see all the course open up. It's very you know spectacularly visual the Masters but obviously with grandstands and stuff it sort of frames it a little bit but now you can see everywhere all around so maybe those who played it without spectators in November might just a little edge and be less freaked out. Bryson DeChambeau, he heads the market. He's 8-1. to one. You can get 17-2 to two on Dustin Johnson. John Rahm is 10-1. 12-1 to one. Twelve to one on Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy. 15-1 to one on Xander Schaffelet. It's uh, Brooks Kepka at 16-1. to one. And then there's a couple in there. Patrick Cantlay and Hideki Matsuyama, who are 25s. The rest are 28-1 to one or bigger. Bryson DeChambeau, you mentioned him just there about... Planning his route around the course. That's something we talk about quite a lot with him, isn't it? He thinks his way around that course because he's got the power to maybe explore some of the areas that other people can't. Some of the numbers that he's been quoting are just incredible what he's hitting into these green. I thought the, the most telling thing he said was he played the practice round with Tiger and on the 11th hole, which is a long par four, another key hole on the back nine, part of Amen Corner, he hit a driver and then a wedge into the green and that's just not, unheard of and then he said to Tiger when, when see when Tiger took this course apart in 1997 won by 12 shots they talked about Tiger proofing it because he was hitting numbers that no one else hit and he said to Tiger oh, what did you hit back in 97 he said oh the same Tiger took 1997 Reed Shombo 2020 you know they've, they've both taken it to a new level and, and kind of scared everyone with what they might do obviously Tiger won by 12 that year will Shombo win this time Deschambeau is starting to be priced a little bit Tiger-esque, isn't he? Because Tiger was always very short in, in, in majors. Didn't always win them. But is Deschambeau somebody that interests you? I mean, we record this on a Wednesday, as we always say. It gives you the chance to absorb all of the information a little bit longer than some of the other pundits that stick their previews out earlier on in the week. Is there any, anything that interests you? Have you picked up anything that leads us down a particular route? Well, the thing this week, there's so much information coming out from everybody. You know, interviewing all the top guys. It's, it's hard to you know, clarify and distinguish between them because they all sound so they're confident, they're looking forward to it, can't wait. It's their favourite tournament of the year. But it's not just kind of glib responses. There's there's kind of meat on the bone because if you look at past Masters leaderboards, it's just full of the best players. Mm. Other majors like the US Open, you'll get two or three of the top guys missing the cut or not being in contention at all. Maybe the Open Championship, you get on the wrong side of the draw. But the Masters, it's like a sort of carry-on film. It's like the same cast every year. You know what you're going to get. So I think 
it's really hard to, to come down on one name of those top six or seven in the betting. That was my feeling going into it. Here we are Wednesday evening. I'm thinking the same. But in terms of how you make that play for you, you can make it work for you because there's various combination bets, which we'll come to shortly, where you can back two, three, four, five of them to have a top 10 or a top 20. And that's my thinking, I think, this week. Give us your first bet then for the Masters 2020. Everybody wants a name, don't they? When everyone, you, your mum, your dad, your auntie, your granny, all want a name, don't they? Who's going to win the Masters? So if I say, well, back this uh, request to bet special, it involves six of them, they'll be confused. So if you want a name, I'm going to go with Bubba Watson, two-time Masters winner. He's a 30-to-1 chance. I think you can get eight places at 30-to-1. You can back him at 25s with 11 places, whichever you decide to do there. Won it in 2012, 2014. If it's going to be playing longer, that can only suit him, massive hitter. Fifth and twelfth the last two years. So again, he's come back to Augusta and, and just realised that this is the, the course for him. Dropped a little hint recently. He, he's never done any good in the US Open, apart from one year quite a long time back. But he had his best US Open finish for 10 years recently at, at winged foot. And then he's followed that with a seventh and a fourth. So he's in a really good place physically with his game and then mentally, which is the big thing with Bubba. Talked recently how... You know, he's, he had some real struggles, but now he's, he's just feeling as though things are going his way again. So I think, you know, the Masters is famous for throwing up these same names, same winners. Phil Mickelson's won it three times. Tiger won it for the, the fifth time last year. Bubba, I think, is a potential three-time green jacket winner. Got two under his belt. This could be the week for the third. And at 30-1, to one, unlike all those others you've mentioned at the top of the betting, 30-1 to one is a genuine each-way price. So get your money down on Bubba. Back him each way. And OK, if he doesn't win it, I think you're still going to get a nice return. That's a decent shout, that. Remember, listeners, as well, our last two Opens, we have landed the winner on the Golf Betting Podcast. So it's worth taking heed of what Mr Tyndall says on this one. You said to me, you've got a bet as well. So before I go into my others, I want to hear your outright bet, Mr uh, James. OK, well, I've got far more into the golf since we've been doing this. And I was flicking through the channels the other day. I was watching the Houston Open. And I really like the look of Tyrrell Hatton. Um, you'd mentioned him, so I was probably paying more attention to him than than I, I would have otherwise done. But I thought he played really nicely. And listening to the commentators say uh, that they were saying oh, he seems to have warmed up nicely for the uh, for the action next week. And I think Terrell Hatton's maybe worth just a bit of a look there. He's twenty eight to one in the market, and uh, I think he'd be my little tip for this one. Yeah, the obvious. I don't want to poo poo your selection on any level, but the obvious um, retort for Hatton is that he's got a poor record here. Miscut 44th and 56th. He's never broken 70. Only broken par once in 10 rounds. But the counter-argument is won the opponent forward. He's in fantastic form. Won the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth. He's won in America earlier this year. At some point, his Masters record will flip. Obviously, you're hoping it will be this week. So, yeah, Tyrrell Hatton sounds you know, full of confidence. So we'll just have to see. Just I think he just needs to get a good start in round one. Mm. Maybe get that round in the 60s, I think he'll realise, OK, right, I can perform well at Augusta. That's probably he's the, certainly got the form to do it. That's probably the litmus test, isn't it? You were saying last week about how, how good he is in the opening rounds just recently. And maybe uh, if he gets one under his belt early on, then he can maybe kick on from there. Lead me through the rest of your plays then. Yeah, so various bookies have got kind of combinations of three or four players who have top 10s or top 20s. And the, I've gone through them all, which is quite painstaking because there's so many combinations. The one I really, really like is one at Skybet, Skybet Request a Bet. They've got Bryson DeChambeau, 
Dustin Johnson and Tony Finau all to have a top 10, and that's 12 to 1. I think that's a fantastic bet because you've got the two favourites, DeChambeau, you know, fantastic form, fourth and first the last two majors. DJ has come um, in the top 10 in his last four Masters appearances. Obviously, top 10 is the requirement for this bet. Tony Finau has come top 10 in both his Masters appearances. Tony Finau, in terms of all-round majors, He's had seven top tens in his last ten majors, so he's a top ten machine at this level. So Deshambo, DJ, and Finau, top ten and ties that is as well. So the tied tenth that works for you. Twelve to one, I think that's a brilliant bet. I like the that. other one. Yeah. I like, yeah, really going to go for that one. The other bet I like is a sixteen to one chance. Now this involves more players, but the requirement is a little bit easier in the fact that we all need them. They all need to get a top twenty. The six of them, which obviously one of them has a, a bad week, you're dead. But I think they can do this. Also, all for top 20s, Dustin Johnson that we've said. Rory McIlroy, who I think could have a massive week. I think he's, he feels under the radar and the, the soft course will help him. Brooks Kepka, who did us a favour last week in Houston when he got a top five. Sander Shaffley, who was one of the runners-up last year alongside Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka. Hideki Matsuyama, really good. Masters record and Tony Fina, who we just mentioned. So those six names: Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Xander Schauffele, Hideki Matsuyama, and Tony Fina all to have a top twenty. That's sixteen to one. I did just check to see if this landed last year. Three of them finished tied second, another tied fifth. It wouldn't actually have landed because McIlroy was just outside by a shot. He was twenty-first, Matsuyama thirty-second, but. You know, we're talking 16 to 1. It almost landed last year, and, and mm. I just think it's a shorter. It's a yeah. little bit like spinning plates, though, isn't it? You need to have them all in the hunt for you, but 16 to 1. And it's a, it's one of those kind of fun bets, isn't it? It's a nibbly bet where it keeps you entertained for the whole four days. Hopefully, if all six make the cut, they're all there or thereabouts. Then you're, you're watching the TV on Sunday, praying for them to land in the top 20. Yeah, I, I think almost certainly three or four will. You know, your money's safe there. It's just whether you can get all six home. You look at past Masters leaderboards, it's just full of the best names. And there's no sort of weak link Achilles heel here where I think, oh, well, he's maybe not got the course form or he's in poor form. Maybe the the, the one you might look at is Matsuyama, but he was runner-up last week. Yeah, and he's he got a really well. good Masters record. Yeah. I don't see a weakness. Shuffle is fantastic in major. Speed now is. Then you've got DJ McElroy Kepka. All really great players, all fantastic records at Augusta. So I thought, even though the six of them, 16 to 1, I think is a really kind of sporting bet. Is there anything else? No, I think so, because I wondered if you'd say, give me a longer price one. But I think this is the major way you don't look for the longer price one. Mm. All was, the last 10 winners. I was watching the highlights from last year, and the leaderboard as Tiger was winning, it was full of names. And it is one of those, isn't it, where the cream rises to the top. Yeah, well, I've got the leaderboard open, actually, from last year, so I'll just run you through it. Tiger Woods, Schaffele, Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Francesco Molinari, who was had just won the Open Championship, Jason Day, fantastic massive record, Webb Simpson, major winner, fantastic recent play the last year or so, Finau, Patrick Cantlay, John Rahm. It's just, you know, they're your top mm. ten. And all in it, even if you go further down, Ricky Fowler, Bubba Watson, Matt Kuchar, Justin Thomas, Mickelson top 20 as well with Adam Scott, Spieth 21st. You don't see that kind of leaderboard in the other majors. This is the one where all the top names congregate around that top 10, top 20. So I think looking at these sort of bets this week is completely justified. And it's, it just seems an easier way 
to try and get a winner than trying to nail which one of all those top players is going to win it. Well, I've spent the last two months working on the IPL cricket. Basically got Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, crossed out. I'm going to put my feet up on the sofa and watch pretty much every single shot of this US Masters. It is the, for me, it's the best major. The the Open is fantastic, but the US Masters, it's just got a little something about it. And uh, I cannot wait for it to uh, get underway this weekend. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I, I rank it number one in my list of majors. And we've had to wait, haven't we, a long time for this this one. It's, it's hard to believe that Tiger's the defending champion. That seems to have happened <laughs> that was so ago. long ago. Yeah, it was either, yeah, I know. It was almost like another lifetime. Let's have a bit of a recap then of the uh, bets so that everybody can get them down properly. Bubba Watson, 30 to 1. Um, to win the Masters, you can get eight places at thirty to one. Um, if you go twenty-five to one, you can get eleven. But we're going to go with the thirty to one eight places. A Skybet request to bet Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, and Tony Finau all to be in the top ten at twelve to one. And then a sixteen to one. This is a top twenty for six golfers: Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Xander Schauffele. Hideki Matsuyama and Tony Fennell all to finish in the top 20, 16 to 1. And I'll throw in my little two penneth, 28 to 1 for Tyrrell Hatton to win the Masters. Thank you very much, Dave Tindall. That's a slightly longer one than we usually do, but it is a major and it is the best major. So we gave it a little bit more this week on the Golf Betting Podcast. But thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Fingers crossed because the first two majors, we've we've picked the winner. We've picked Colin Morikawa and we've picked... Bryson DeChambeau so hopefully in terms of getting the winner Bubba or Tyrrell Hatton will get the job done well good luck with your bets Dave Tindall good luck with your bets out there listeners it is absolutely fantastic over the weekend the US Masters in Georgia is always terrific at Augusta gamble responsibly and we'll see you next week this is a sports betting media production please gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for all the information Follow us at BetBytes on Twitter. And don't forget, we release a brand new multi-sport BetBytes podcast every Thursday. Sports Social Podcast Network.